Hello and welcome back to Outside the Zone. Doc, how are you? An amazing second, amazing semifinals round that we've had in the really playoffs. Was. Like one of the best I can recall in recent memory. How are you feeling? I know you've missed me, so it's good to see your beautiful shining face again. Dude, I got to say, man, I feel real bad for you. You spent years defending Ben Simmons. Years. I, I mean, the amount of time you wasted on that guy. Like, imagine what you could have done by now, man. You could be on ESPN right now instead of recording this podcast. You wasted so much time defending that guy. <laughs> hey, but the amount of time I wasted defending him is not even comparable to the amount of talent he is wasting. That's very true. What he has been doing to himself. Oh, my God. It is embarrassing, and I'm officially using this platform. I, one of the, as you guys know, one of the strongest proponents, strongest members of the Ben Simmons fan club. I'm officially hitting unsubscribe on the Ben Simmons fan club. Out of there. Embarrassing. And, oh, my God, it was tough to defend him throughout this playoffs. But, oh, my God, now being on the other side of it, it is so much more fun being a Ben Simmons hater. (laughs) These tweets are golden. Dude, Twitter was on fire last night, man. Oh, Twitter was good. Twitter wasn't that good, I think. NBA Twitter ha- hadn't been that on point since the Clippers lost to the Nuggets last year. Yesterday, there were some oh, there was yeah, some good it, stuff out there. The only one that's comparable was when Bruce Brown missed that game winner, <laughs> potential game winner against. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually really pivotal. That. But that's Bruce Brown. That's Bruce Brown, man. This is <laughs> right. Ben Simmons we're talking about. Like, <laughs> man, well, talking about that, what craziness happened since we last recorded i mean everyone got injured or got covid or something happened to them the league was just completely shaken we got we got pretty much three teams or three teams that we just didn't expect at all to be here whoa like what do you want to talk about first there's so there's so much good stuff let's just start with ben bro we got to (laughs) let's start with the sixers i mean what happened oh I'm, i'm still confused i mean in that series, Ben Simmons made Gallinari look like a first-team All-NBA defender. Like, I mean, what happened? You're going to make Gallinari, who can't even defend on the perimeter anymore, was like a lockdown guy. I mean, they didn't even have to defend him. Even when they didn't defend him, yeah. he didn't take the shots. Like, it was... I mean, he, he remember is... that open dunk he had yesterday? And yeah. then he was like, I was scared of Gallo behind me. But like, bro, you're six foot ten. You're crazy athletic. Why are you scared of Danilo Gallinari? If I'm playing against Gallinari, I'm not even scared of him, and I'm just some amateur five foot ten dude on the street. Like, he's he's so deep in his own head where even the threat of someone five feet away is gonna make him scared to shoot because he doesn't want to go to the line. And if you're Ben Simmons and you're not a shooter, this is why you've been so dominant your whole career is because you're able to do everything else except for shoot. And now you can't even do those things that made you so offensively talented yeah he still had like what 13 assists he still locked down trey last night but all that doesn't, doesn't matter. matter all that doesn't yeah. matter if you're if you're gonna be a waste of space on offense these they're playing four on five on offense like who cares about the defense at this point like i mean doc rivers should not have played him i mean at that like <laughs> the last the, guy the reason, what he play five five points every fourth quarter around like oh my god oh no he didn't have five points in the fourth quarter i don't like, like since what average game one average, i don't think <laughs> throughout the course oh, he didn't average the... five points in the oh, fourth quarter man. he might have totaled five points in the fourth <laughs> quarter that entire series i guarantee i would put like my entire bank account on the fact right now that ben simmons did not average five points <laughs> in the fourth quarters in those in the, in those games but you know what you talked about the doc river should have benched ben the reason why the sixers won game six was because ben was in foul trouble and doc had to keep him on the bench 
That's the only reason they even won game six. Wow. The season would have been over in six if Ben did, wasn't well, forced to go to the bench because of foul trouble. If if uh, they closed out both the 20-point leads they had, yeah. Yeah. it would have been fine. The 76ers were the better team on paper. The 76ers were the better team on the court. It just meant They threw the game away multiple times. They could not execute down the stretch. They were the better team for 75% of the minutes. Just they were not the better team during yeah. the crucial minutes in the fourth quarter. And that yeah. is a big testament to one. You have two stars. Like Ben Simmons should be a should be more than a star. He, he was an all-star over over some really over Bam, over Jimmy. He was an all-star. Like he was yeah. not playing like an all-star. And he's the best he, he could be the best defender in the NBA, but you can't be that much of a roadblock to your team offensively in the fourth quarter when they need that is what happens in the fourth quarter in the NBA who wins stars and we saw that out of Trey Young he executed down the stretch and he had a horrible game kind of I mean thanks to Ben he had Five a horrible game 23 but yeah. he hit it when it counted he right. hit it when he counted right. and that's what you got to do in the NBA and if Ben Simmons is the opposite of that where's your ceiling as a, as a team it's not very high at all the thing is like if you would have told Philly fans or you know the team after the game, Trey goes five of what, 23 or 24, whatever it was. I mean, you, you know, you're going to win that game. Like, I don't think you can like come up with any like outcome where you don't think you win that game. So it's just wild to me. They amazing performance by Ben, right? Like Ben on defense is not the issue, obviously. Like we've said, that's the reason he's even on the floor, obviously, because of his defense. So, but like you just waste, I mean, it was for most of the game, a bad off shooting night for Trey and you somehow can't capitalize. And I mean, it's, it's shameful. It's embarrassing. This is it. I mean, and we can go to this conversation now because it has to happen. But I mean, this is it for the Embiid uh, Simmons era in Philly. It has to be. There's no way I think they can, especially with Philly, that fan base. I don't think you can bring Ben back. <laughs> oh, I mean, God, that's not cannot. even a joke. That's like, that's, that's being serious. Like, you just can't so bring true. him back. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen people burn a jersey of a current player that's still yeah. on your team. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's like your second best player. It's not yeah. like this is like some scrub that comes in. Like, And it sucks because he's so good. I mean, this whole season, he was amazing. And then he's just so into his head. And that it's that's, that's what happens in the playoffs. I so mean, like, in the season, it's like, it's the same issue that's still there though. Again, it's like, I mean, the postseason the game slows down. So I've said multiple times, guys like this are just not going to be as good in the postseason because like Ben Feast in transition, one yeah. of the best offensive transition players, like, that's not there anymore. It's going to slow down. This issue is going to be there, right? Yeah. And that's the thing I about, mean, so it's not like, that's also the thing about Joel and Joel is really talented and, but like just being a center, I mean, we saw the same thing with Giannis. Like it's hard for them to close out the game when, especially when mm-hmm. the opposing team has a good center in, in the playoffs. So you talk about Jokic, with Deandre Ayton, it was hard for Jokic to execute down the stretch, right? Cause Deandre Ayton's on him. And these centers can dominate throughout this course of the season. Cause there's not that many good defensive players in the NBA, like maybe like 10, 10 or so. Um, so throughout the course of the season, they're dominating. These centers are doing good. But when the playoffs, you can't use a pick and roll to kind of get the matchup you want when you're a center. Like you just don't have, if this was like, like a point guard has to get, just get whatever matchup they want on them. So they need that guy to be able to get past that matchup. And that's why it's, I mean, look at any of the past champions in recent years. You got to go a long way back to find like the center as the main star on the team. And so Embiid needs that guy. If Ben's not going to be that guy, you've got to get rid of him. And I think even if, even if Ben gets over that like mental bump, I don't know if that's enough to make, make Philly want to keep him. So even, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, go ahead. I mean, like you said, a center needs, you know, someone like 
I mean, look at Jokic, best offensive center in the NBA, not even close in my opinion, right? He needs Jamal Murray. I mean, they got swept. Yeah. Uh, look at Shaq. He needed Kobe. Yeah. He needed D Wade. I mean, go back to Kareem, best center to ever play the game. He needed, you know, Oscar Robertson and then Magic Johnson. Magic, yeah. As great as those guys were. I mean, Will Chamberlain, right? Most dominant player of all time. He, I mean, didn't really, what, he won maybe like a couple championships? I mean, he didn't have a dominant guard around him, like with like a great yeah. perimeter player. Well, it's, well, it's, a, you know, well, it's a very interesting case. <laughs> he, he's the only outlier. Every yeah. other, I think, center, big, you look at Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili, like yeah, yeah, every you, other great you'd have center, to go to, you need a guy on the outside. Back. I'm thinking of the recent champions. You have to go back to like Tim Duncan as the best, as like the center, as the best star on the team to win a championship. No, I, I mean, Shaq, yeah, I, you can have, but you, it, like you can have a center as your best player, but you just also need like a great outside perimeter yeah. guy who shows up, right? Right. That could buy a shot whenever they need to. Man, yeah. I was watching these highlights of Ben Simmons at Summer League, and he was just knocking down shots with, I mean, mid range still, not threes, but yeah. he was like, still. had no hesitation. I was like, what happened? Like, I think he, someone needs to take away his phone. Like, I think he's reading, I think he's literally reading these comments and reading what people are saying about him. And it's, I don't know who let him look at social media during the playoffs, but oof, it's I mean, you I mean, can't run issue, it back. The, yeah, yeah, like you, you said, cannot. You but I think it. they I might mean, have to. What's his trade value? I mean, you're gonna have to sell low, right? Which like they're not. I mean, regardless of selling low, who's gonna pay for some guy making 175 million that literally you know that your peak is a second round as. The, and they had Embiid. Like without Embiid, your peak is not even the. I think your yeah. peak, peak is just getting to the playoffs. I mean, he's definitely. I think he's yeah. good enough to get you to the playoffs. But oof. yeah, I mean, I think again, Portland's been thrown out a lot because they need to change too, right? I mean, yeah. maybe you do the McCollum. I mean, and the thing is, like, if you if we would have had this conversation a year ago, right? And we're talking about Ben Simmons trades, we're not talking about CJ McCollum. Yeah. We're talking about like Devin Booker, and Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell. We're talking about those guys plus tough to get Ben Simmons, not even straight up like Devin Booker and like something else. Can you imagine if those teams did that? I mean, like that's what like his trade value. I mean, part of its books value has gone way up too, but like, I mean, yeah, like Simmons values tanked. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I was thinking, would you do like McCollum is there? Would you do like Jamal Murray? For Ben Simmons, I I thought that was the one that I was thinking. That's that thing, but I think it would have run to the same problem that Jokic has now. Down this like down the stretch, that's just gonna make it harder on Jokic to. I mean, yeah, Jokic is an amazing passer, and you can kind of get past some of those deficiencies that other centers have. But like the the Joel can't execute down the stretch because the there's like four people on the paint because Ben's there. You can't put him on the outside because no one's gonna guard him. So yeah. I mean I, I think I don't know if that fixes Nuggets' problems. I don't know. I think their ceiling is higher with Jamal Murray than Ben Simmons. But isn't that crazy? Like we're saying, like yeah. Philly, like you're not even saying Philly's gonna like say no to the trade. You were just straight to Denver. Like that's where we're at. Where it's like, yeah, we know Philly's gonna accept that. Right. But for Denver, oh it's like gosh. Jamal Murray, who's never been an All Star. Jamal Murray, who's coming off an ACL tear, who's like yeah. got a five year, hundred fifty going into that on an ACL tear, and your thought is like. I don't think Denver does that. Like that's just oh it's my crazy. Gosh. I can't even right? believe I just did that. <laughs> I know. I think I think Ben Simmons and Dame would be an amazing um, duo together. I think yeah, because that's yeah. kind of Portland's problem. They just their defense has never been where they needed to be. And with CJ and Dame, you're not going to get that. Even as much as Dame has tried to step up his defensive game, he's just not going to be that lockdown guy. And I think Ben can be that. And 
kind of bring that two-sidedness that Portland needs. And that's a really good lineup if you add Ben in there. Maybe you'll probably have to get rid of CJ Covington first in order to get Ben, but I think that's a fair. You I don't, don't think they're so? giving up that much. Wow. They're not giving up that much. I could the max I could see them giving up is McCollum and uh, but, and Covington. But Portland's also in the same boat. They can't run it back either. Like, what is the point of that? I agree. No, I, I agree. They can't yeah. run it back. I'm. Just, I just don't think like they have. Well, they, they don't have their first round pick this year for, oh, for starters. Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they. Uh, but I mean, I don't think they give up that much wow. for like. I don't think Simmons values like Man. McCollum because Covington's a nice player too, right? We're so really going to see uh, Ben Simmons get a Drummond package, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I I heard someone talking about a Lakers trade, and I was like, wait, the Lakers have no like trade assets, and the person was like, well, you do a Casey, you throw KCP. You do a try and say or um, a signing trade with Schroeder and Kuzma, and they were legitimately making a case that like no. that's something Philly would. Ben do. Simmons would be a horrible fit with LeBron. I'm sorry. Well, that, <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing. They didn't talk about Philly and like that's all you're getting for Ben. They talked about Ben next to LeBron and AD would be a horrible like yeah, spacing. Well, that's and, like, just fit. a bad example, I think, just because he doesn't match Ben and LeBron's games. It's more. I don't think either team does that trade. Maybe I, I mean, if I'm the Lakers and that's all I have to give up for someone like Ben Simmons, like with that talent, I mean, Whoa. at some point, do you just say like talent, right? Dude, I'm just going to watch LeBron, a, a bad, just brick free throws for nine. Oh my God. It's going to be the most boring basketball. I mean, I mean, LeBron would hate it on offense. You would obviously. have to make Ben Simmons a sixth man or something. I, I don't even know what you do. I don't but, think they can put right. on the floor together, but yeah, enough about Ben. I think let's just talk about Atlanta. Like Trey Young is amazing. I think yeah. you I, okay. As much as I had to apologize for Ben, I think you need to admit that Trey Young is a winning basketball player. He is the real deal. He made it to the conference final. He went on playoff series before Luca. I mean, yeah. Luke. We all we all admit Luca's a better player, but the Hawks yeah. the Hawks won that trade. They got what they wanted out of it. Like maybe twenty years down the line, we won't say that, but right now they they're. I don't think they regret that trade. No, they don't regret that trade. I'm not going to say they won the trade. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> they, they, they definitely don't regret the trade, though, because, like, yeah, Trey Young's been balling. And, like, listen, I'm not that high, or at least before this playoffs, I'll agree. I wasn't that high on Trey Young. Like, I thought, like, very nice player, could be an all-star, like a, you know, future all-star, um, perennial future all-star because he's already been once. But I just didn't think of him as, like, the guy on a championship level team. And, I mean – I still don't think they're winning the chip this year, but like, I mean, he's shown that like, he's been able to like be the focal point on a team that's had two huge playoff wins. And right. I didn't, I didn't see this coming. So like, right. I mean, yeah, he was, he was great in that series. The other thing too, was like Philly lost to an Atlanta team that wasn't even healthy. Right. Their third best player, in my opinion, is Deandre Hunter, you know, I think, yeah, you could make I a mean, case. He could be second. Yeah, I think he's could. their third, but he's really good. And he didn't play at all. And, and then a bug and Cam Reddish wasn't there too. And, they're Go so ahead. deep that they I, I can't remember their yeah. gm's name but he did such a good job and i remember when they yeah. drafted herder and they kind of everyone was thinking they're trying to get the steph curry clay thompson kind of mold and then they got capella it was just like i mean they definitely were in, very inspired by like the warriors team when they built this and they just did it so well like i've never seen a team get so many pieces around a guy when they had didn't have a high pick so quickly and they just hit on their draft picks and they developed these guys and like Oh my God, yeah. 100. Like, and they're also young. Like, they're all just going to keep getting better. They're going to lose John Collins. I don't think they find a way to pay him unless they make a, unless they get to the finals and they just decide to dive into the luxury. But, um, I mean, they're still, do you, I don't know if you even need them. Like, right. I mean, you have Bogdanovich has been a great pickup for him, you know? Right. 
imagine him on the Bucks right now. Like, oh, wow. But, but I mean, he's been great. I mean, and, and we've seen like when Hunter comes back, you can maybe play just a little smaller, put Hunter at the four. I don't think you need to pay someone like John Collins, even though he's a good player, you don't need to pay him 20 yeah. plus million. If you're Atlanta, it's like, right. he's, he's almost an afterthought a lot of the time there. You know, yeah. there's, they're stacked. They have enough talent where it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, but so, like, yeah, the thing about Trey is even if he's not putting up during the season or even in the play, like he's not putting up like Russell Westbrook stats or like 30 yeah. points a game, but that's just the power of like playing when it counts and hitting the big shots and executing down the stretch. It's just so much more meaningful. And we see that in the playoffs and that's winning, winning matters most. Yeah. And my big knock on Trey obviously is the defense, right? right. I didn't think like in the playoffs, you could survive with them out there, but I mean, credit to McMillan's game plan. They've been able to like hide him well and all that. Like, I mean, yeah. he hasn't been exposed, you know. Which is weird. Like, I, you would think that, I mean, that's just partly because of Ben not taking advantage of that. But you would think that we, we saw R.J. Barrett not take advantage of him on Trey. I, yeah. don't, I don't understand why these teams aren't taking advantage of it. And like you said, maybe it's just McMillan's scheme on getting Trey out of there when necessary and help bringing the help when needed. But it's it's crazy that I, I think the Bucks Bucks the Bucks. The Bucks are just. This a is a bad matchup. Bad matchup. For, yeah, it's a bad matchup. Let's just. We can move into that series. Yeah. You want to recap the Bucks Nets series real quick? I mean, let me just say this. If I'm, I predicted the Bucks would win in seven going into it. Obviously, I was right. But like, I'll be honest. If it was a healthy, if, it, yeah. if the teams were healthy, I was, I was way off on that prediction. <laughs> if the teams yeah. were healthy. When they were, um, even when they had Kyrie healthy, like they were just so yeah. much more dominant than the Bucks. Yeah. Well, game three, like games one and two, they were way out of it. But at least game three, Kyrie was there the whole time, right, you true. know, and they did win game three. Um, their defense was fine this year. It was their offense for what, right? Which yeah. we would not have expected. Their <laughs> offense was just atrocious. It makes no sense that Joe Harris turned into Tony Snell. Like, <laughs> Joe Harris, I don't understand. Well, yeah. Joe Harris, let me just say this too. Joe Harris is like one of the dirtiest players in the NBA. Really? Wow. No one recognized. Dude, if you watch him out there, my brother, my brother pointed out to me because he hates him, right? And he was just like pointing out like everything <laughs> he does. But once he started pointing it out, I was like, wait, yeah, like this stuff that he does, he gets away with it with it. And then every time I watched him continuous, like all these cheap elbows and everything, I just would not like interesting. So dirty. Uh, <laughs> but back karma, to karma. Back to, I mean, yeah, back to and he was horrible this series. So bad. awful. But back to the topic, like. Obviously, the Bucks didn't play a fully um, a fully healthy Nets team, but I mean, we got to give props to Giannis. Yeah, I mean, Giannis showed out. You know, like despite especially at the latter part of the series, like he, I mean, he could have pulled the Ben and just been afraid to take some of these shots, right? But he didn't back down. He was aggressive. Right. He, you know, he. I know he did settle a few times for three, but like I think a little bit later in the series, he was just better about like driving or at least like getting a, a lot closer mid-range shot, which he was knocking down at, like, good percentages, I thought. Right. And, I mean, listen, like, they had no answer for him. <laughs> Giannis I mean, should never shoot. In. He should never shoot a three-pointer. <laughs> every time. Every time. It's just, like, it's a bad. It's not a not a good shot. It's a bad I mean, shot. Maybe, like, once yeah. in the first quarter, if you hit it, then, like, they got to think about it a little bit. But what are they doing shooting these three-pointers in the fourth? Yeah. I mean, um, if I'm a defender, I'm not going to think about it. Like, right. He, he's too good going to the rim, you know? Right. So. But regardless, I mean, I think Blake Griffin actually did a solid job on him um, and the net scheme on defending him. But Giannis is like that mental toughness that he had too good. Amazing. I like, I, I think that the bucks 
have the best chance out of any team to win this whole thing if it left. I agree. And I would be, I mean, oh, it's so, it's so nice. I like literally would be happy with anyone winning. It's like, we're going to get some, a new, a new star to win, like young players. I'm excited for that. But yeah, the Bucks played amazing. I wrote them off after that, up to those blowouts in the first two games. And yeah, Harden lost his leg. Kyrie lost his ankle. Harden came back and he was bad, but I don't, I don't think that's like, I don't think people are criticizing Harden in elimination games. He was playing on a grade two hamstring. I don't think that he should be yeah. criticized. I mean, props to him for sticking it out. But KD man. made a case for best player in the world. KD, I, I mean, KD was by far the best player in the series. I would admit KD is the best player in the world right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe LeBron comes back and the ankle or he's back to older LeBron, but I don't know. Maybe we're seeing a little bit of decline health-wise. Like, LeBron's going to keep getting more and more banged up. He's only getting older. Um, and KD is one the one season after an Achilles. Like, he missed a season and then he's back. How is he so good already? And But – Playing that many minutes too. This is also what happens when you're not with, like, a bunch of all-stars. Like, you have to do this and you don't win. It's impossible. It's super hard to win in the NBA by yourself. And you can have legendary performances like KD has and you don't. So, um, yeah. I was surprised. I thought, like – we all know he can score. I did like, but some of his playmaking and everything, getting others involved. That's what yeah, I was impressed by. Cause we haven't seen it. Too. We haven't seen it. He hasn't had to do it in so long, but he was there. Right. He's yeah. a, I mean, I, at worst, he's a top two player in the NBA. I think right yeah. now he is the best player in the NBA. So yeah. And he yeah. won't have to do it next, next, next season either. <laughs> Maybe um, ever again. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, Bucks Hawks. I, I got, I got Bucks in five. I think Trey goes off I do one too. game. <laughs> But I do too. I oh. Trey's. I I think Trey's gonna have a hard time this series because I mean Holiday's gonna be all over him. I mean I guess he had success against Ben, but Holiday's there, and then plus you've got Giannis. Brooke Lopez at the end of that series played really well on defense. He yeah. just got like a couple trees in the middle, you know. And the Bucks are gonna be able to play big because obviously they're gonna keep Capella and Collins out there. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough going for the for uh for the Hawks. And I got I got Bucks in five as yeah, well. But so. also, I mean I I've doubted the Hawks this entire playoffs. Very I mean true. I thought they would be the Knicks, but. I thought it would be a close series and who knows, yeah. like they, they're just so deep. Like it's hard to beat a team that can score every, all five positions are a threat. And, but the yeah. bucks are, the bucks are just so versatile. They, like Drew is going to be a great defender. They have so many pieces to the, I really wish the bucks had Dante to kind of just watch them switch mm-hmm. on everything and kind of that, that machine was so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Chris Middleton played really well too. Yeah. I mean, he had, he had some ups and downs, but like, especially at the end of that series, his defense on KD when PJ wasn't in the game was really yeah. like he was getting in passing lanes. And obviously like we saw the scoring too. I mean, he was really, really good. He carried them through a lot of stretches in that series on yeah. offense. He's the closer. It's so crazy right. to me. Like we're going to like, we find like one of them, like Giannis, Devin Booker, Kawhi, if he's back or Trey Young is going to be a champion. Like that's crazy. Like, and then people oh, are going to say yeah. injuries, injuries, whatever. But like winning a championship, you have to get lucky. At, like the yeah. Warriors got lucky by Steph Curry's contract. Like the Cavs got lucky. Draymond got ejected that game and they get, got momentum back. All, stuff happens. Like that winning in the league is so hard. And it's, it's, I'm so happy that we're going to, one of them is going to get a ring. And I, yeah. Makes it even crazier. The Cavs and Warriors played each other four straight years in the finals. Yeah. Like, I mean, thinking back to that, like, can you imagine, like, the amount, and things did go wrong, but they yeah, were still both able to make wild. it. Like, that is so wild. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So move out west? Yeah, let's move out west. So, yeah, I mean, man, oh, this Chris Paul news is devastating, but the, the bubbles, hey, the bubble sons did not have Chris Paul, and they were undefeated, 
And we are seeing the Bubble Suns in action and with added pieces and Jay Crowder, Cameron Payne, Cameron Johnson. But, man, they're good. I mean, I think this will be a series. I think the Clippers just did not. They were played They played well all game. They just did not execute on the stretch. Yeah. But Toom hits that three, and who knows what would have happened. But props, props to Devin Booker, man. Triple-double in his oh, – oh. Man, I feel like I was sleeping on Book. I didn't think it was this good. Yeah. I feel like I, I must have been – I've definitely always underrated him compared to, I think, the the consensus, but I was yeah. way wrong. I mean, this guy's – oh, I I think if you right now take the top 25 players in the NBA – or top players under 25 in the NBA age-wise, he's got to be top three. He's oh, got to be. Yeah, Tatum. Tatum, Luca, and him. It's got to be those Luka three. And him. Mitchell's – Donovan's true. probably four. I w- you're putting Devin Booker over Trey? Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. That's that's yeah. a tough one for me. B- books also become a like the other thing people don't talk about is books defense has gotten so much better too. I'm yeah. not saying he's an elite defender or anything, but he's good. Like he's not bad at all. You could just tell how much he's learning from Chris Paul. Like you can yeah you can see the end. That bubble was. I'm so happy the Suns. They were like the, one of the worst teams in the NBA. I'm so happy they made the bubble because like some bad teams didn't make the bubble and they got that experience and he was able to look around all these players and that were like pros like just live with them and be like i want this and you could see his mentality switch like he was a losing player and he i thought he yeah. was just a good 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 guy bad team kind of player and he turned around and like i said with trey hitting hitting big shots makes you so much more impactful on the court and oh i, I hope chris paul is back soon because mm-hmm. but i i even even if chris paul's not back i still think the suns can win this series yeah, if Kawhi's out, yeah. If Kawhi's out, yeah. If, if Kawhi, yeah. If Kawhi's back, I think the Clippers have it. But yeah, if Kawhi's out, I agree with you. And I think, I mean, you got to take some credit for this, man. You've been on the CP3 train for a long time. You got me on yes, it sir. last year, back on it last year. And I know you've had a lot of your friends who's been like, "Oh, CP3 on the Suns, like they're going nowhere." Yeah. I mean, you've been on the, you've been on that train, and I mean, listen, I think, I think this has shown that. Obviously, CP3's leadership is, like, great, right? But this has also shown that, like, you can have a, a losing player who's putting up just stats on a losing team, and they can become a winning player, right? It, yeah. I think so much of it is just around, like, the team, the culture, and the guys around them. So, like, if you bring in, like, the right veterans, you can turn a losing player into – and just putting up empty stats into, like, someone who puts up meaningful stats and vital, like, buckets and contributions, you know, to a team – that needs it and is a really good team contending for something in the postseason. So I think this has shown like a first, you know, a great example of that. And credit Chris Paul, credit to D book, credit to DeAndre Aiden, Bridges, Jay Crowder has been great for them too. I mean, go down the line, like, man, it's been a team effort, but book is leading the charge, like how I would definitely not have expected. So, and they're looking, they're looking real good. That sweep of Denver sons and four, man, man, they're looking good. Yeah. Wow. That was the best. Chris Paul has been amazing his entire career. That series against Denver was one of the best I've ever seen Chris Paul play. It was great. Like, his entire career. It was amazing. It was and, real good. Yeah, I think the national narrative around him has changed so much after the OKC season. But, yeah, even before that, I was like, everyone was saying, OKC, lottery team. Like, you can't – Chris Paul doesn't lose. He doesn't know how to – he doesn't know how to lose. He can lead these guys. And I'm – even when he got traded the Suns, like, I knew that he would help turn him around, but I didn't think they'd be this good. And just the leadership that he's been able to put. DeAndre Ayton has become a potential Real rising good. top 25 player in this league. Top 20 is going to be there. Devin Booker, obviously, we talked about one of the best young guys in the NBA. 
he's becoming a potential MVP. And then Jay Crowder, one of the best. I mean, that wasn't because of Chris Paul, but amazing defender. Like this team is so good. Mikhail Bridges, like that team, James Jones, I'm happy he won executive of the year. That is just well team deserved. Is so well built. And I love that it's built to be sustained. Like they're young. I mean, Chris Paul is not going to be here forever, but even when he's gone, like he's going to put them in the right position to be successful thereafter. And oh, I if I had to root for one team to win it, I'm rooting for Chris Paul to get his ring because I think he just deserves it more than a lot of. I think he deserves it really badly. Yeah, he does. He does. It's going to be. I think he'll be back soon. But I think yeah, if Kawhi, I think if Kawhi is not back, I think this uh, this thing gets done relatively early. Maybe five. I'd probably say Suns and six. But okay, yeah, it's so hard to predict because. It's like a race of who's going to get back first, Kawhi or Chris Paul. I don't think um, Kawhi's coming back, man. I don't think Chris Paul's coming back this series. Really? Yeah. Maybe, I guess. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I'm thinking, thinking 14 days. That was like the whole – that's like a game seven series, right? 14 days. Yeah. The thing is, like, you know how, like, before they would say, like, in the tweets, they would say, like, he's ruled out for 14 days. Now, because of the whole protocols have changed and everything, like, I don't know if they're following the same guidelines. So, I don't know. It could be 14 days. Like, what if it's if it's seven, then obviously it changes a lot, right? So, yeah. I guess, that yeah, it's hard to predict the timetable. He's got to test him every day and see when it goes negative. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, to the Clippers and uh, I guess Clippers and Jazz really quick. Like, yeah. Jazz had that one, man. I mean, Kawhi goes out, you know. 2-2 I mean they must have loved where they're at I mean how do you yeah. lose the last two games like why they're you're up 26 in game six or whatever it was like I mean that's a bad loss for the Jazz I mean similar kind of to the Ben Simmons thing it's like Rudy Gobert kind of like was just in a bad position where he kind of got played off the court yeah. you know like I said the Clippers went small like they had to win if and the issue like Rudy Gobert just can't like post anyone up yeah I and mean, that's been his problem for his entire career forever Every time they're jazzing the playoffs, that's the big issue. And teams like Ty Lue is an amazing coach, man. I think he does struggle with like in-game stuff, but man, he is so good throughout the course of his series. I like I think he could be one of the best coaches in the league. Oh, I, I he needs like I think he deserves so much more credit. Paul George, next, I just need need to hear you apologize to this man after all the hate you've been given on Paul uh, George. Um so so the thing I, is I about this how good that was to be. The number one seed, number one team in the NBA without your star player. Go ahead. So let me just say this. I didn't really criticize Paul George that hard after they lost last year, <laughs> last year to the Nuggets. No, no. When did I criticize Paul George last year? Your 17-minute rant on outside the zone. <laughs> no, no, no. But what caused that? Because that didn't happen right after that playoff series. Yeah, after that interview. Exactly. So I was criticizing him because all – because he said all of that after the performance he put up, right? Yeah. <laughs> my, critici- my criticism, I've never really was like that critical towards Paul George up until that point, right? I mean, right. I was just like, he should perform better. So, th- so that's my whole thing. I don't, he doesn't deserve an apology because he said what he said. Right. And he deserved the criticism for what he said. Right. And I was just like, listen, you can't, unless, unless you really perform, you can't talk like that, right? right? Like you can't throw your own coach under the bus, right. especially say things that are factually false. But so that, he, I mean, I'm not, I'm not he, issuing an apology. Did I'll say, say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll say this. He did say in that speech, like, we, when we get a new coach, we're going to turn around and I'm going to step up. And that's what he did. And he, I mean, if they lose to the series without I mean, Kawhi, like, I, I don't think that's bad on Paul George. Like, 
No, I don't think so either. Right. So like he did. I'm not expecting he, them. He to stepped up. Clippers were one of the best teams in the NBA this year. He stepped up. He was. He's been. He has having a career season. These last two games, like amazing leadership he's shown, and amazing yeah, play fair. on the court. Yeah. No, I I 100% agree with that. I think. Mav series, he started very up and down. Like again, right. Mav series, we thought it was gonna be the whole thing, but he turned it around. And but again, I'm not, I'm not gonna. <laughs> like he said what he said, and I responded to what he said because what he said <laughs> was just messed up, in my opinion. So, but I'll give credit to where credits due. Listen, I didn't think once Kawhi went down, they would win the series. And at game six, he really played well. Yeah. And or sorry, game five, he really played well. And then game six, I mean, he really played well. You know, you had the whole crew. Terrence Mann played the best game of his young career. Oh and then you had Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Beverly hit some good shots. So it was a team effort, but all agree. Paul George led that team. So my – and I, I text to do this too. My thing is he's come up short in the playoffs last year, right, with the Clippers mm-hmm. and in OKC, right, where he had like either – he was either like Robin or he was like a 1A to a 1B maybe with Russ and, you know, where he was the 1A and Russ was like the 1B in OKC. Right. So maybe my thing is like – in Indy, he was the guy, right? And he was balling in Indy in yeah. the playoffs. He he wasn't one to, like, you know, get scared, uh, scared of the spotlight and not show right. up. He balled. Like, he, he went against the big three in Miami and held his own, right? Yeah, game seven. So, <laughs> so, my thinking is, like, I don't know if it's psychological or what, but when he's the guy, he just plays differently. Right, so, it'll yeah. be interesting to see, right, when Kawhi comes back, like, are we going to, like, continue seeing this version of PG? Because he can bring it, like, even when Kawhi's there, like, there are games where he plays like this, but is it consistent? Or does he, like, yeah. really need to be that guy yeah. on the team for him, yeah. for us to see, like, this level of Paul George? I think that's a really good assessment of Paul George, and I think we have enough proof of that for sure. Um, cool, I mean, yeah. it's hard when, you, when you're, like, the guy, right? When you're starting out your career, you're the guy. I'm sure it's hard to, like transition and like kind of be like a route a robin it has to be right right agreed i mean yeah i can't can't debate that at all but we'll see so before we give our official predictions on this series we're going to take a short break and do our better baller segment and of course we gotta do the guy the man the myth the not not legend (laughs) ben simmons so I think we should just rattle off some names and we both can give our gut reaction on if we would rather have Ben Simmons or this guy, if we needed to win a playoff game, <laughs> maybe we'll say a game. Let's just do a game. Okay. We'll say a game. All right, we'll say a game. <laughs> if we needed to win a game today, like a playoff game, right? Right. But I'm just saying a game, not a playoff game. Cause we know Ben Simmons isn't winning a playoff game. All right. I mean, okay. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm going to start easy because this was, this was a big debate and obviously it's not a debate anymore, but Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, (laughs) right. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown. I go Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Zach Levine. Wow. It's gotta be Zach Levine. Levine. I I don't think it's yeah. Bradley Beal. Oh yeah. Bradley Beal. (laughs) Um, I gotta go. Like, Jamal Murray. If they're, they're the only star, right? Yeah, like they're the guy. Ben Simmons. It's a hard one. Um, healthy Jamal Murray um, is obviously what we're thinking. I'm right. gonna go. Yeah, I'll go Ben on this one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. CJ McCollum. I'd go Ben. 
<laughs> I'll go Ventu. Chris Paul. This was easy. Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, Chris Paul. Deer think of an... De'Aaron Fox. Give me De'Aaron Fox. Wow. Yeah, give I'll me De'Aaron ben. Fox. I'll go Ben. I'll go Ben. De'Aaron's not a winning player at all. Maybe he just needs the right guy around him. <laughs> I mean, we saw in book. True, true. Devin Booker. <laughs> That's not not even a debate. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of another good one. Um I feel like we Donovan good... Mitchell. Yeah, not a debate. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> John Morant. Jaw, give me Jaw. I'll take Jaw. He's well. shown up in the playoffs, yeah. Right. He shows up. Drew yeah. Holiday. Oh, I mean, man, that's they both give it to you on defense. That's the thing. Right. I mean, Drew was on and off that series, but he showed up when it mattered. So give me Drew. Wow. Wow. Give me Drew. <laughs> I'll go Van on that one. Wow. All right, and last one. Game seven, Kevin Herger. <laughs> There's no one in the NBA. I'm taking over game seven, Kevin Herger, <laughs> man. Like, bad boys. I think it was actually Clay Thompson winning in that. <laughs> I mean, like, that performance. Oh, Draymond Green. Ben Simmons. Draymond Green. They're the same guy. <laughs> Draymond Green. Draymond Green doesn't scare away, bro. And he That's comes up big way. when it matters. Like, give me Draymond Green. You could have Cameron Payne doesn't scare away, but 10 times out of 10, Chris Ball is going to be better than Cameron. That was probably a bad example. But 10 times out of 10, they're just more talented players. Gonna... I mean, sure, they're more talented, but like I know Draymond Like Draymond doesn't shy away. <laughs> and we, I mean, they're both great on defense, so it's so not like you're losing anything. If we did this all on paper, would, would our answers be different? If we didn't, mean on, if we if this was like before this playoff run, or before we realized that Ben was, yeah, I mean, absolutely, I'm sure a lot yeah, of them would have been just crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we probably we might have taken Ben over like book at that point, right? <laughs> oh God, yeah, possibly. Yeah. So, all right, well, all right, yeah, well, let's go back and finish out our predictions for the Western Conference Finals. Again, this is so hard to predict. I got Suns and six. Yep, like oh. I said before, I got Suns and six too. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, well, Suns are already up 1-0, so they got a good lead. So Yeah, there we go. Sweet. So, we good? That's all we got yeah. today. Um, tune in next time to see how much money I won from Doc from all our bets that we have on these games. And as always. money this postseason, <laughs> man. As always, this has been Outside the Zone.